Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 223. You have a vision, it's always there. You just need to go deeper. And I was reading The Art of Uncertainty, How to Live in the Mystery of Life and Love It. It's by Dennis Merritt Jones. Of course, I will include that in the uh, recommended reading list in the show notes. Just click the link. And um, there was uh, a few pages I thought I'd, I'd read to you, but there was a quote, obviously, that stood out from Carl Jung and then something that the author had said. And then that I said, you know what? I got to share this with you guys. So first, Carl Jung said, your vision will become clear only when you can look into your own heart. Who looks outside? Dreams. Who looks inside? Awakens. I really love this, and I wanted to first break that down a little bit. And that's why... I, I constantly double down and triple down on this idea of the niches you. When you are looking outside of yourself, it's easy to have these dreams made from comparison or from the worldly or from, well, this is what others are doing and I like the way that that looks and I like the way that, you know, what the life that they have and, you know, all these different things. Um, but it's outside of you. And, and by the way, it's not to say that you can't have all these incredible things that this world has to offer you absolutely can but could you imagine doing it from a, a place where it's you're connected internally to your calling to your path to the things that you want to do to a vision to an awakened version of you internally where you're like oh wait a minute like i see things a little bit clearer a lot clearer and these things that actually don't make sense to me over there but this does to me over here Oh, wait, maybe I don't want it, all those things that I've been told that I should want, you know, and um, and then it makes it easier to do the work because <laughs> any vision requires a lot of beautiful work. You should want that. Um, I would like to tell you that it's easy. Uh, it's not, <laughs> you know, but it's not. But here's the deal. You have two kinds of work. You can do work you hate. For somebody else, or you can do work that is difficult at times, but for, it's for yourself, it's for your visions, for your calling. They're very different. One is easy to quit from, the other one you can't, right? So then there was a, an excerpt, a paragraph in uh, these pages that I'll, I'll read to you, where uh, Dennis Merritt Jones said, Do you have a vision for your life? If you don't, it is never too late to create one. Are you willing to look into the depths of your own heart and see who it is you have come here to be? And it is you. <laughs> and then are you willing to do what it is that you have come here to be? Again, we witness how seamlessly our doing merges with our being when we are willing to consciously enter the mystery of that which is yet to be and follow the path. Uncertainty is not a scary thing. Maybe your fear mind is telling you that but uncertainty is basically saying, hey, guess what? Like, everything gets to be new. Everything gets to be a, a, a new choice. Everything gets to be a new direction. Like, you get to constantly keep creating in real time. And it's forcing you to be present and have to make... It, it's teaching you how to make better and better and better and better choices. So the this these pages start off with having a vision for your life sets your compass of intention. P. 
Peter Nivio Zarlenga said, to come to be, you must have a vision of being, a dream, a purpose, and a principle. You will become what your vision is. Amen. <laughs> you know, when I read that, I was like, damn, it's so true, though. Because to, to come to be, you must have a vision of being, a dream, a purpose, and a principle. And then he says, you will become what your vision is. It's true because um, as I go further into my vision, I am constantly developing myself around the values, around the principles, around the purpose, around the dream. And yes, there are off days. I want to reiterate that, you know, I have them more often than you could possibly imagine. Thank God, though, for my principles and my values and my purpose uh, and, and some clarity because it would be easier to quit <laughs> if I didn't have that. Now, if any of you are not there yet, don't worry about it. That's what this chapter is about. Basically Dennis Mary Jones, the art of uncertainty. Here we go. The mystery of that, which is yet to be is always calling to us. One of the best ways to enter that mystery with a sense of peace, confidence, and certainty comes with having a vision for our lives. This kind of vision is not that which comes as a result of using our physical eyes, but rather it comes as a result of using our hearts and minds. Basically, our intuition, our soul, right? Having a vision for our life is using the inner eye to see the possibilities for something wonderful before it is ever manifest. A vision is something that every person, family, business, and organization can and should have. It can act as a compass that moves us forward and determines where we are going and perhaps more importantly what we stand for it clarifies our purpose for being and summarizes our core values and principles i, I want to you know pin drop that real quick absolutely you know it, how you're able to stand more in your values and your value systems is from the work that you put in from developing your vision that's why you start to kind of look more at the external behaviors of a lot of people on any side and, and realize like, wow, like if you do the work, you're free and you don't go into the energy of the collective, which is constantly in chaos, right? Many people are so busy just doing life, getting by day to day that they lose touch with the deeper purpose and meaning of life itself. They wander aimlessly from day to day. And as day turns into years on the final day of their journey here, they look back and think, that's it. Where was the juice and sweetness and meaning of being here? Without a vision, our life's journey can seem meaningless. We tend to blow about like a sailboat on the ocean without a rudder. If we are not committed to intentionally navigating our lives with vision, any current moment trauma drama will pull us off course. See, he said it too. And we will lose sight of the shoreline, our goals and destination, our reason and purpose for being. Conversely, as we clarify our vision, our lives become energized and begin to move in a direction and dimension we haven't seen before. This is why uncertainty is good. You've been told it's bad, so you need to stay put in a stagnant place that may be not even serving you. Whereas he's basically saying, no, 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 no. Like when you start moving with intention and for what it is you want to create with your life and you start trusting yourself and your intuition, things become clearer. And that uncertainty becomes your ally because you're like, this is way better because anything is possible and I get to mold and shape it and I'm not stuck even if you feel like you're having a season of stuck and that happens too. So he says, uh, in the words of Ralph Waldo Emerson, 
A good intention clothes itself with power. True visionaries are few and far between because living a vision-led life requires a willingness to go where they have not gone before. Ain't that the truth? No doubt, this is the call of mystery of the unknown. Of course, that too is where the juice, passion, purpose, meaning, and uncertainty lie waiting for them. It requires the courage and commitment to declare a course and stay with it, irrespective of sailing conditions that blow others off course so easily. It takes someone with a vision of the possibilities to attain new levels of, of experience. Someone with the courage to live his dreams. Les Brown said that. A person who lives a vision-led life is really a self-fulfilling prophet, one who doesn't try to predict his or her future, hoping it will come true if certain conditions prevail, but who is busy creating it by paying close attention to personal intention and following his or her vision. It's about becoming so clear about where we want to go, what we want to be, and what we want to do when we get there that life has absolutely no alternative but to take us there. I'm going to pause right here for a moment. In the show notes, I have the free clarity workshop where the first template of the four is your average perfect day. Many of you listening know I've repeatedly brought this up. Over like 15, 1600 of you have done it. Um, and if you haven't, please go do it. It answers these questions right here. And he said, note that I didn't mention how we are going to get there. The how will show up naturally on the journey, but first we need to decide on the where. So in the reverse engineer workshop, that's what I'm saying is like, what is an average perfect day? Where, where is that? Like, what does that look like? The how then that's going to just be coming from knowing that where you want to go and then just starting to move in that direction, basically. The intention alone will, th that intention alone will open wide the portal of possibilities. Carlos Castaneda wrote, learn to see, and then you'll know that there is no end to the new worlds of our vision. In the universe, there is an immeasurable, indescribable force that shamans call intent, and absolutely everything that exists in the entire cosmos is attached to intent by connecting link. That link is the infinite intelligence that guides all creation. It holds the stars and planets in place and creates new galaxies while moving at the speed of light. And not only do we have direct access to it, we live in it and it lives in us awaiting our command. If we have the vision, intention, and the courage to follow that vision, the universe will do its part. When we know where we are going and can hold that vision in our mind, we automatically chart a course and the world is ours to circum circumnavigate. The idea of knowing where we are going may sound like a contradiction to the idea of living in the mystery of uncertainty. However, having a clear vision does not determine the course, only the destination. Absolutely correct. Like, I know how it turns out. I know, I know where it's going. I absolutely know where it's going. In fact, I'll tell you this. Um, it wasn't always like this. So if that gives any of you hope that are not currently in that season, it doesn't, I, I want you to know, like I didn't, I wasn't always clear and I didn't always, um, understand it the way I understand it now in, in terms of a vision. Looking back, when you start asking yourself a lot of questions and you start looking back, you'll realize you start connecting the dots about it was always kind of there. It's just a matter of how much attention are you giving it and then how much intention are you giving your life? So I know how things turn out. The, the, the irony now though is that, and we've talked about this before, once you do start to become a little bit clearer on your vision, then you start to have to navigate the pace at which you do all these things because it, your life is this marathon and you need to pace yourself and allow it to all, you know, happen in the, you know, in a, the right amount of, in the perfect timing, if you will, while still moving. 
says the mystery uh, is the journey itself ultimately we are no different than christopher columbus or any other ancient explorers we have to have a clear vision of our ultimate desire and then leave the safety of the harbor of the of the known setting sail into uh, into uncharted waters of uncertainty literally sailing into the mystery of life paying attention to our intention is paramount to moving forward on the journey to that which is yet to be and having a vision for our life is what keeps us on course and then there's the Carl Jung uh, quote again. And then, um, so, but then the author, I'll, I'll finish with this. The author says, a vision of a life worth living will include ongoing opportunities for you to serve others that the world in ways that make the world, uh, and the world in ways that make the world a better place for all beings and creatures. Living in your true vision will also bring passion and joy to your life that will naturally and effortlessly spill over into the lives of others. Think about what you do for your purpose and how that might interact with your friends, your family, your spouse, your colleagues, your everybody in this world, the, the, the collective. When you are living in your vision, you will be led to do work where your God-given talents and skills are utilized and where time seems to pass very quickly. A true vision will always call you to higher ground and cause you to seek to be part of something larger than yourself. Perhaps more than anything else, having a vision of a life worth living will cause you to grow on an ongoing basis. There it is right there. Your vision as reality will require definite action that may cause a few new stretch marks. I <laughs> like I is that in quotes. Stretch marks are caused by growth. A person living a vision-led life must be not only open to, but in constant search of growth. There is no growth at the center of your comfort zone. You already know you have to come to the edge and lean over into the unknown if you want to grow. Living in uncertainty is not the issue. It comes with the territory, however. Holding a clear intention for life worth living and pursuing it is. So the question is, what is your vision for your life? What do you stand for and are you willing to grow into that vision? Begin to use your inner eye, commingling your mind and heart, and you will see the possibilities of a life you haven't, you've never known before. Then pay attention to your intention and follow your vision. I had to share that with you guys because as I was reading it, I was like, this is an epic chapter. Again, this comes from the art of uncertainty, how to live in the mystery of life and love it. <laughs> so, you know, I, but I ultimately wanted to bring up this idea that uncertainty and risk and all these things, they're not as scary as they've been presented to you because a lot of people were presenting from a projected place. What's going to happen if this, and what about that? And what about this? First of all, the very first thing you need to ask yourself is number one, do you like where you're at? And if you like where you're at, what would you need to do to optimize it, to, to develop it even more? And if you don't like necessarily where you're at, what would you do to change it? But anybody that is talking to you like that, cannot possibly be in their purpose because if they were they would tell you immediately you need to run don't walk you need to run immediately into what it is that is calling you because they already know they've got the dopamine running through them of creating every single day within their purpose or vision they would they would never tell you like no please play mediocre please you know what please please stay stagnant and hold back you've got nothing to lose to pursue yourself nothing not pursuing yourself is losing, but you got nothing to lose pursuing yourself. Let that mind bender mess with you for a little bit. But you know, the ultimate point here is that you have a vision. It's always there and you just have to go deeper to find it. 
You have to you have to connect the dots. You know, as Carl Jung said, your vision will become clear only when you can look into your own heart. Who looks outside dreams, who looks inside awakens. What you see on the outside and what you are comparing and what you are competing with and what you are trying to fit in with or understand or be labeled as with certain titles and all these different things is not the same conversation with your soul. And clarity is an inside job. It's also a superhuman quality to have. I'm telling you, it's a superpower, but it is an inside job. And the clearer you are, which by the way, I did a whole podcast on this, like going insane, going sane can make you feel like you're crazy, going crazy, right? Your clarity can actually make you feel like the weird one when everybody else is like not understanding of it. Like, yeah, because you're living in chaos. I don't say that out loud, (laughs) you know, and also I don't want to because I also want to have grace, you know, some people are figuring it out. Some people have yet to start trying all deserve a shot at it. And that's kind of how I look at it. You have a vision. It's always there. Just go deeper. I appreciate you guys tuning into every single episode. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you want uh, this book, The Art of Uncertainty by Dennis Merritt Jones, it is in the recommended reading. Uh, Click the link in the show notes. If you need help with all things passion, purpose, creativity, and scaling and doing all that stuff, Right Design Build Course Masterclass is available. Please check it out in the show notes. Free workshops. There's the uh, 135. We've had over 2,500 people in there. Uh, It's incredible. (laughs) And then the reverse engineer your life. There's over 15, 1600 people in there. Lots of ways to get clarity. Lots of tools. Please use them. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Please leave a five-star written review on Apple. Please leave a five-star rating on on, uh, Spotify. I appreciate you always. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Until next episode, I'm out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in, and you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.